For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead. Home Instead Senior provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Well, I am really excited today, and I want to welcome you to the show. I have a very special guest who is also a close friend, my dear friend, Angie Ruark. Dr. Ruark, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Listen, I am so proud of you for that doctor in front of your name. I think I'm going to start calling you Dr. Angie. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> you worked so hard to earn it. I don't even know where I you did, got your I master's. Oh, say, do that, you say that again. Do, does it, do you have to get a master's before you get your doctorate? Um, so the programs that I did, you do. There are programs, and I, am, I have some former students that are currently doing this. They did so well, they went straight from their bachelor's degrees into Ph.D. programs. Wow. I've known a few people who went straight from two years, one person at least, who went straight from two years associate degree at TJC to veterinarian school at A&M. But that's pretty unusual. And I think you're unusual because you raised your family and did all that, accomplished all that, and got your doctorate and wrote a book. I mean, Angie, you've been busy. I really, I really have. Uh, usually, you know, by the grace of God, go I. Okay, so I'm going to call this the Warrior Women Praying Devotedly. That's what this episode's going to be about. I'm doing a series on devotional books that I personally find uplifting. And so okay. I'm pretty excited about having you on the show. But I'm going to read your quick bio, and I got this. I, I tweaked it a little bit, but I got it from one of your many hats you wear as a reporter for one of the online magazines. So here you go. Dr. Okay. Angela Ruark is a writer, researcher, and math and science teacher. Her hope is to encourage fellow Christians and share good news about what God is doing. Angela and her husband, Bill, of 27 years, have three wonderful sons. Dr. Ruark's hobby include languages, and this is where I tweaked it a bit. Three languages, and actually I had to look this up to be sure you included English, but you also speak French and Italian. Because it would be just like you to say three when you really meant four. That wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I mean, I know you're a mathematician, but you're also very humble. So her her hobbies include language, beekeeping, painting, and the occasional cliff jumping. But here's what I want to say about you, Angie, just so my friends that are listening in get how dear you are to my heart. Uh, you were my – I first met you for two reasons. Number one – 
I have met your amazing son, Paul Ruark, who is also a musician and very talented young man. I guess they're all growing up now, so I can't even say that anymore, but you know what I mean. And uh, I love Paul. He just stood out among the other young people that were in that group of kids. And then, so that already gave me a good impression of, I wondered, what are his parents like? And then I met your, I met another, I, I still only know two out of three of your sons. So you might have one in the closet somewhere that I don't know about who's, you know, you're hiding from the rest of us, but two out of three of them are awesome. And then because we were so desperate for my right brain son to have some help with math, you became his math tutor. And really, I loved your creative approach with math. And that's been years ago. And so here's how I would describe you now as a person who knows and loves you quite well, that you have okay. a right brain, a, a, left, a brilliant right, creative right brain, a brilliant mathematically inclined, science inclined left brain, and you have a whole heart. So you are the whole oh. package. Oh, Kathy, that's really sweet. <laughs> well, glory to God for that. Well, I just love you, and and I have. And I love you. I just want to ask you a lot of questions. I I loved your book. We're going to talk a whole. We're going to take a whole episode on the wisdom that you've acquired. But this thirty-minute episode, I want to really focus in on your story. And this is kind of fun for me because, as much as I know and love you, I don't actually. I have not known you. Uh, over 27 years ago when you and Bill fell in love. I've heard a little bit of that story, but not all of it. I was kind uh-huh. of hoping actually you would set that, that up for me. Well, sure. We, we actually knew each other way back in middle school. So oh. and we, were high, we were high school sweethearts. So he was there the day I got my braces put on. We had the same orthodontist. And, you know, that time, if you've ever had braces on, you know, there's a point in time where your mouth, you're just laying there, your mouth is all propped open with all this stuff, and you can't really talk. And he came up to me and said hi to me at that moment because he knew I couldn't answer. (laughs) (laughs) He hadn't changed much, has he? (laughs) No, and it's been wonderful, you know, because he's so fun, and that's what made me just fall in love. I've been head over heels for him. Since long, but even long before we got married, and we just well, celebrated just, our twenty ninth anniversary. Twenty nine. Okay, so yeah. just just to be clear, I don't know if you share publicly some of his background. Like he has a really glamorous uh, career path, but I'm going to give my listeners a hint. He reminds me of James Bond. Like <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Yes, I'll let him. I'll let him elaborate on anything he would like at some point. But he is amazingly smart and funny and artistic too. And he loves you to pieces, which is how I always judge men. To me, that's the first thing I want to know. How do they talk about their wives? And so I don't care what else would be true about him, about Bill. If he, if he was just like the biggest dork on earth and talked about you the way he does, Aww. I would love him. I, I love the way he talks about you. It's so sweet. He, he's really wonderful. And honestly, you know, getting a doctorate, all the things I've done, they would not have been possible without Bill. And he's just my, you know, number only behind my salvation in Jesus. Bill, is he's my greatest gift from God. 
And, you know, one thing that he has done in our family, he would never let any of us, not me, not our sons, say, well, I could never do that or I can't do that. We weren't allowed to say that oh. because, because, you know, with God, all things are possible. And so he never let us put limits on what God could do in our lives. And so you see, and he's just supported me every step of the way. And he's earned that doctorate just as much as I did. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Okay. So if you're listening in and you uh, have had bad experiences with men, you might be a little discouraged, but I have great news for you. Not only did she marry a great man who has turned out to be every bit of what she expected, even in junior high when they were still wearing braces, um, she she has. I, I, there's more to the story. So before we're done today, I'm going to ask Angie some real specific questions about how to pray for daughter-in-laws because I happen to know three generations of her son's wife's family as well. So we're going to circle back to that. So I just want you to know, stay with us don't get discouraged and turn this off just because it seems like angie's life is perfect that's not true she's just so committed to god that it just you know her life just reflects that in so many ways okay so i'm still wanting to know about more of the story i know are any of your other are your other two boys married or just paul okay just paul um our youngest son joshua who's the one you don't know um he okay. Gave, and then our oldest son, Matthew, is still single, and we're always on the hunt. You know, we're always looking out, you know, for to arrange a marriage. So, I tell you what, he is a catch. <laughs> I know Matthew. I know Matthew. I don't know. I don't know Joshua. But, He's the uh, youngest Matthew's, one. That's why you don't know him. I know. Well, I tried to set Matt up with one of my girls, and even there's a huge age gap. It was kind of unrealistic, really. But he's just so cute. He really impressed me. Okay, so, and by cute, what I mean is not only is he handsome, but he's got a great heart. And so I suspect that runs in the family. Now, you've written a book, and I love what you did with your book, Angie. I'm going to spend a lot of time on that in the next episode. I don't know what we're going to call the other one. I've got this one, Warrior Women Praying Devotedly. Um I want to read a quote because I knew I wanted to hear your love story with Bill. So we're going to go, we're going to move ahead on that. But I want to okay. read this quote to you from your own book. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're looking for a great devotional book, I, I know about, I know about half the people that contributed to this 40, uh, 40 different devotions in this book. And I know about half the people that contributed a devotions and they were very good friends of mine. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I want to say, uh, Susan Ellsworth and Grace English both contributed a chapter to Angie's book. And now, so that means three, there's about 20 women that contributed to your book, maybe, maybe a few more. And mm -hmm. of those, at least three have been on my podcast. So if you're looking at the scrolling, <laughs> Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, mean, I know. We, we we have amazing friends, and so one. And I, I mean, there's so much about this book that I loved. I'm gonna share one other thing, and then I'm gonna give you a quote, and we'll get back to your love story. But oh, I'm getting the message. We have one minute left to the break. Are you kidding me? Okay, if you're listening in, it's Kathy Crafty, K R A F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward. Com. I'm gonna do a whole blog about Angie. I'll put all the links in. Angie, what's the best way to reach you if people want to find you in your book? 
Okay, you can. There's two places. Facebook. Um, I have a Dr. Angela Ruark page. Okay. And then to find the book, you can go to www.spiritualwarriorwomanpray.com. Okay, great. So you have a. Uh, okay, we're. Get, I'm getting the seven minute sec- segment. This is Truth with the Texas Twang. When we come back, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get Angie to tell us. How to pray for the best daughter-in-law. So stay with us. I don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. Thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. I am so excited to get to talk to my friend. Really, it's not even fair. I have, We have not had a chance to visit lately, and so I'm actually getting caught up as we go here as I I mean, there's so many things I would really just like to chat with you about Angie, but I know I want to be sure my reader, I mean, my, our listeners our listening friends who might not know your story. I want them to get to hear a little bit about how you and Bill fell in love, mainly because I just love, love stories. So after Mm -hmm. junior high, what, when did it turn from a friendship to a romance? Well, it was in high school. He likes to tell the story that, I really, that 
I really wasn't too interested in him until I saw him walking down the hallway with, holding hands with another girl. And really, that's kind of <laughs> true because I saw him and I just went, oh. And I, ever since then, and then he asked me to go to a dance. And um, one time he kissed my hand when I was coming out of a classroom. And pretty much that was it. That did it for me. I've been head over heels since. I love that. Okay, so I promised our listening friends a quote from her book. Now, this is a very spiritual book, but I do love this quote. It says, we are still on our honeymoon, but we're past the awkward stage. So she gives a whole chapter of great advice about how to make your marriage kind of fun and sparky and spiritual. And I loved your chapter. Here's what I want to say about her book. Angie, you wrote about 20 chapters by yourself. And then you invited yeah. all our friends to contribute a chapter. And, I mean, it's so impressive what you were able to do. Well, thank you. Well, praise God. You know, the whole story of the book, it really, when I, I was actually asked to do this book. And wow. when I was first asked about it, um, I thought, sure, I can do a devotion for women. And I was kind of writing down some ideas, and then God made it very clear to me because I knew it was going to be, you know, a spiritual warrior woman book. And God made uh-huh. it very clear to me that there were lots of spiritual warrior women I already knew. Yeah, and so I, I immediately agree. just had a list of women with, and I, as soon as I, you know, when I see someone, I know their, it's, their gifts just stand out. Like for you, you just make people feel so comfortable and you're so good at communicating and just getting a conversation going and drawing things out of people. So I see that in you. You really have that gift. God has gifted me in some ways that are really a blessing, but sometimes people don't get it. They don't understand you're operating out of the spirit and your gifts. And sometimes it's so much people don't know what to do with it. But I, I see that in my friends, many of my friends, and that we have mutual friends, so many of them. And, mm-hmm. and I, I actually am going to spend a little time on this in the next episode. So be sure and look for that. By the way, I decided what I'm going to call that other episode. We're going to okay. call that the Sisterhood of Prayer Warriors or Warrior Women. I'm not sure which. But something like that about the sisterhood, because I really relate to that. I, I'm surrounded by good women, and you are too because we have some of the same friends. And they're so strong and gifted and operating out of God's spirit. And, yeah, and they really have incredible the testimonies. Yes. The power is so beautiful when it's used that way. It's just such a blessing. Well, um, okay, so, so you, Bill, kind of, you noticed him when he, when you realized he didn't have to be a friend. He could also be a romantic kind of guy. And, uh-huh. and that kind of swept you off your feet. And I read the... I read the cute. Okay, so I think we're caught up. So tell us some more of their story. Like, I mean, you ended up raising all boys. <laughs> yes, and you That's know, not I'm, easy. I'm still so. It, you know, it's been my blessing. I know that God made me to be a boy's mom. I know that He did. <laughs> so He knew what He was doing. We'll, we'll be ready for granddaughters when that day comes. But I was meant to be a boy's mom. <laughs> well, you ended up with some great women in the family because. Um, so I mentioned Susan Ellsworth. Do you know she was the third person to come on my show? I did not realize that till I went back and looked for her episodes just a few minutes before we started. Susan Ellsworth raised your daughter-in-law, and I want my listening friends to know she is an oncology nurse 
and came on the show because she has had breast cancer and had three different surgeries. She had a, a reconstruction and then had a problem with that and had to have it taken off and then reconstructed a second time. So Susan Ellsworth came on the show and shared all that, Angie. I mean, she's an amazing woman and her daughter, another nurse, and she married mm-hmm. your son. I mean, what a beautiful, yeah. and their love story was so dear. I love just being around them as they were falling in love and finding each other. So, so wonderful story. So cute. So cute. I know. They're so cute. And then your son has traveled with some very prominent people in uh, political campaigns, singing on the road with some of the guys that are very famous that everyone would know if I said their names. And so what I want to do is talk a little bit, like, how did your prayers look and how are you still praying for those? I know you've got one. Uh, fiance in the mix now and one young handsome Matthew so tell us a little bit about how you pray to get great daughter-in-laws well you know, and we've been praying since they were little and so we've prayed for them you know that that God would guard their hearts and guard their minds that he would protect them watch over them bless them in all of their endeavors that he would lead them and direct their steps and the number one thing that we have prayed is that each one would just love Jesus first in her life because that's the Ah. number one thing. Mm. Mm. Okay. I've had this before because so many of my friends have, they've known they wanted to pray from the beginning when that baby was in the womb. But what about for moms who just woke up to the fact, Oh, I should have been praying for this kid. And now he's in junior high or high school or, or she is in, you know, their kids have gotten a little older and they suddenly realize I should be praying for that future daughter-in-law. What advice do you give to them? Well, just pray now. As soon as you think of it, don't waste any more time. Just start praying now. And you know, God knows he, he can handle, he knows, he knows everything. So it, and now if you realize to pray, then pray now and trust God that he's going to work it out right. Place it all in his I hands love- because he is faithful and he does not he always keeps his word always i i agree with that so much i love looking through scripture and finding ways to pray for my son especially because he's not married but my daughters now that they're married the prayers for them have changed and of course now Mm -hmm. we have grandkids to pray for too so that's just become really exciting i mean it's good as soon as you realize you need to, to begin to pray, because you really need the habit as your family expands. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do, you do. And we pray to get, you know, when we all get together, we pray before everybody heads home. We, you know, we have family prayer and my husband and I pray for each of our sons and their current and future families every day. Uh, so one of our funny family stories is we ask our kids to name their future spouses and I won't tell you all their names, but one of, uh, so, so we had these nicknames for our kids for their future spouse. Well, two of them now are in the family. So we know their real names, but I still (laughs) love their, their pretend names, you know, their nicknames that we gave them when we were praying for them way back when, but our son loved the nickname. He gave his future wife who we don't know yet so much he decided to name his puppy after his future wife (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute you know he probably died if you ever shared that in public but 
we, as a family, we just thought it was so cute. We just laughed so much when he was a little boy. That was like the highest compliment he could give his future wife was to name his puppy after her. <laughs> yeah, I love how you did that, though. But that makes it so real because you gave, you know, they that just show that shows your your trust in God that you trust him so much you're even going to ha- give them a nickname ahead of time. I love that. Yeah. It helped us visualize. I'm such a visual person. I really don't have a left brain. I think my right brain has just taken over that part of my, and that's why I'm so grateful for people like you that can use your whole brain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, usually I tell people I'm artsy, farsy, math geeky. That's, uh, yeah, like that's genius level uh, ability to use your whole brain. So for me, I'm just impressed by that. And I know you so well to know your heart, so I don't get intimidated by you, which I could very easily, but I don't, because uh, you make it so easy to be your friend, Angie. Well, You're so uh, okay, so we've talked a little bit about praying ahead for our kids and even our grandkids, and we've talked a little bit about falling in love for you, and mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about what it means to have a tribe of warrior women who are your friends, who are prayer partners with us in life. So that's kind of cool, the way God brings, you know, one thing I notice is if you don't know what you're looking for, sometimes he brings it into your life and you don't even see it. Yeah. So that's so true. tell me a little bit more of your story. Like when you uh, decided to do this book, how did you know which, as you prayed through, how did you know which women, you said you knew their qualities, so you were looking for certain things to include in the book. Tell me a little bit about that. I really feel like it was instant. Like in two minutes, I had the list. I had wow. the list of everyone I wanted to ask. Actually, I have you on a list, but it's for book number two in this series. And we can talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should talk about it right now. So the second book in this series is for men. So you really want to get her book now for women because it'll build, I'm sure. Is that right? Am I right oh, now, yeah. Angie? Well, okay. it's the limits. Okay, there's two series. There's a series for men, and what it's going to come out. It's coming out very soon. The first book in that series, but the Spiritual Warrior Woman series. There are three books in that series. Also, oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to get me to write to men, which I would also love to do. You know, we have a minute and a half left. Can you believe it? Do you no. want to sum up your most important thought? Because we're going to have to close this. Um, my most important thought, well, that putting Jesus first changes everything. Oh, and if there is one that. theme to my life, if there's, if I had to give a theme to my life is that you can't limit what God can do through you or for you or with you. Don't ever limit that. I love that. And I love what you said. In fact, I'm probably going to put this in some kind of a meme that your husband never let you put limits on yourself as a father no. and a husband. That is a brilliant way to to be. Okay. I have to close. So you can go to spiritual warrior pray.com to find Andy's book, or you can just go to Kathy Crafty K R A F is in Frank V is in Victor E is in Edward.com to find all this stuff. And if you'll sign up for my blog, I will send you this wonderful synopsis of what Angie has to say, all her story and wisdom. 
and her podcast will be in that, so it'll make it really easy for you to listen. I have to go now. Thanks for listening in. Truth with a Texas twang, right here. Joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Donnie and Keith.